traditional marketing is changing rapidly. And it's really, really critical that people learn how you will lose a fortune on paid traffic if you don't know what you're doing. And most people lose a fortune. I think every human being loves to connect with a fellow human being. Every human being loves it when someone cares about them enough to want to make a difference for them. To get on the big stages takes time. You have to know how to do it. It's expensive. And most people are not cut out to be powerful stage performers. But everybody can be good on a podcast. When you're a guest, gives you an opportunity to pour into people. You get to pour into the host. You get to pour into the audience. You get to share your love and your caring. Get on 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 other people's podcasts and jump into their network and their market. Let people know that there's a human being that isn't all about a transaction or a slick marketing message. So showing people how to make money without the ad spend, without having to to edit your own podcast without having to build your own following. It's a great way to go. There's a structure and a process to it, but the structure and the process, once you learn it, is replicatable and it works. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution podcast, where we aim to help you add six to seven figures a year to your income through thought leadership. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou, and we've got a very special guest for the Thought Leader Nuggets. Normally, it's me on my own for the Thought Leader Nuggets, but this was too good to pass up. I have here the one, the only, the legendary Mark Von Muser. Welcome to the show, Mark. Excited to join you. It's going to be a fun topic. I love this conversation. I remember when we started having it, God, now it's probably closer to almost two years ago, but traditional marketing is changing rapidly. And it's really, really critical that people learn how you will lose a fortune on paid traffic if you don't know what you're doing. And most people lose a fortune. And what we're talking about today is how to generate six figures, a healthy six figures uh, essentially for as pretty close to free as you possibly can. So I'm really excited to break this down uh, and you know go over it because it works if you work it the proper way. Um, and it's a whole lot of fun too. You know, it is, Mark. Um, I, I call this get booked and get paid. And uh, the genesis of this was a conversation you and I had close to two years ago where I was doing my own podcast at the time. And I love doing my own podcast. As you know, it's mm-hmm. been pretty lucrative for me. But you were telling me, Nikki, you got to find a way because your podcast is great, but you got to find another way to bring in um, people to you that don't know who you are. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I got to find a way to increase my my sales flow. And then you said, well, why don't you go on other people's podcasts? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a pretty good idea. I should be a guest for a while. And what was beautiful about that is it was brilliant since basically May of 2022. And we're talking today in October. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're talking 17, almost 18 months. I have been able to generate over $340,000 in sales from being a guest on other people's shows. I have not had to spend a dime on on ads 
I have not had to learn all kinds of crazy tech skills or advertising skills. You don't even need to be particularly uh, a, a great pushy sales guy. In fact, mm-hmm. it's better that you not be a great pushy sales guy and just be yourself and you go on those shows. And we've been able to do that. And what was really cool, Mark, is with your encouragement, I teamed up with my good buddy, Raymond Aaron, and we brought this as a concept to a bunch of his clients and we showed a bunch of them how to do it. And within the very first week, one fella generated $15,000 in sales and someone else put a whole bunch of opportunities inside of his sales funnel that he otherwise wouldn't have been able to have. So not only has it worked for me, it's worked for a few people that we've shown how to do it to. Yeah, it's really nice. And I remember when we were talking because you were putting in so much time into podcasting. And, and again, I like podcasting better than I do the ebook funnel, by the way. The ebook funnel worked really good maybe five, seven years ago. Okay. You know, and it was hot. Get a book, do it. And I know you did very well with that. You, you know, but I want to break that part down because a lot of people still think that's the key. There's a reason you switched to podcasting, and we'll get to that. But you probably made roughly $40,000 in book sales, but you did over $100,000. Um, oh, actually, over the course, too. What would you say you did total from your longtime book sales? The way so that my did book it. sales just from selling books, I mean, 40,000 would be generous that we made from, and I've published 10 books, right? Right. But y- using the book as a way to bring ideal clients uh, to my attention or bring me to their attention, that's generated, you know, well into seven figures. Right. The reason that, that it, it moved on is because everybody could do it. And now with AI, I could knock out a book, as you know, in under an hour. So the the ebook market got flooded. And what you noticed was it was working really good. And then it started to slow down, slow down, slow down as everybody flooded the market with ebooks. Okay. So, you know, that, that kind of had its day, but even within ebooks, you're one of the very few that made seven figures with an, with an ebook or or your traditional books. Most people, and I mean like 99% do not make money with books or ebooks. You did. But we had a great conversation about, hey, the market's moving. So here's what happened. You started looking at podcasting and built the number one podcast. It took a lot of time. It took a lot of things. I mean, when you did your own podcast, that took a while to get enough credibility to be able to get on the phone and get these people, track them down, get big name speakers. I mean, it's an endeavor. You have hard costs every month running your own podcast. So that's another issue. You have to prep for your call. You have to edit and pay someone to edit and that. that. Uh, plus, you're doing it three times a week. And the podcast, it's not that it's not bad, but there's a better way to do it. There's a better way, a better mousetrap with podcasts. And just like with ebooks or books, 99.9% of books don't make money. 99.99% don't make money with a podcast. So when you say that you did $343,215.18 from your from your podcasting strategy, we got to break that down because most people, I know a ton and they all thought they were going to get rich with their podcast. Oh, I'm going to get rich with my podcast. I'm going to be the next Joe Rogan. And they never do. But there's a better way without having to, to do your own sound engineering, without having to spend hundreds of hours trying to track down speakers, without having to spend hundreds of hours writing eBooks without having to spend hundreds of hours of prepping and getting ready and then following up for enrollment calls. And that's really what we get to break down, getting booked and getting paid. How much fun has it been for you when we started breaking this down and it started to work? 
Mark, it was absolutely amazing. So first of all, you know, one of the things that gives me energy is connecting with my fellow man and woman, right? So having a conversation yeah. like this just like juices me. It's it's not like sludging through peanut butter, right? It's like actually right. flowing down the river. So it's for me, it's fantastic. And I think every human being loves to connect with a fellow human being. Every human being loves it when someone cares about them enough to want to make a difference for them. So when I go on a show, they care enough to bring me on and give me a platform and I care enough about them to, to want to speak to them. So that part's been really great. The other part that's been really, really great about it is it's, here's the, here's the secret that people don't get. Like I go on shows for three reasons. Number one is I want to inspire people that don't know me. So there are, mm-hmm. as of today, Mark, 5 million podcasts out there, 5 yeah. million. So there are lots of hosts who are looking for guests to bring on their shows. So the opportunities for people like me and people like you who are experts who want to be in front of new people is tremendous. And how are you going to grow a funnel? Well, you're going to grow a funnel. You're going to grow a business when people who have never heard of you, don't know who you are, start to hear of you. They start to understand who you are, how you help people, what you're all about. They get a feel of your of your vibration and they say, yeah, I like this fellow's vibration or no, I don't like this fellow's vibration. That's what's brilliant about podcasting. You get to get in front of audiences you were never able to get in front of before. And the second thing is if you do a good job for the host, which you know we'll show you how to do over the series of these conversations that we have with you, we'll, we'll talk to you a little bit about what that takes. Then you get to build a strong relationship with the host and with the audience and How is it that people get to do business with you? Well, they get to do business with you, first of all, when they have the type of problem that you solve and they're looking for a solution. But secondly, they got to get to know you. They got to get to like you. They got to get to trust you. And being on somebody's show is almost like having, you know, a webinar somewhere other than within your own network. Isn't that awesome? Right. And we had talked about having to expand your influence, get you in front of more people. Now, you can do this several different ways. You can do this on stages. You can do this going to B&I meetings, but these are very slow processes. To get on the big stages takes time. You have to know how to do it. It's expensive, and most people are not cut out to be powerful stage performers. But everybody can be good on a podcast. So the other part that I, why I like podcasts was it aligns more to human behavior today. Human behavior is moving towards the microwave type nugget, you know, the information nugget. They don't have time. Most people do not have time to spend, you know, 20, 40, 50 hours reading a book. So, but listen to a podcast while I'm getting ready in the morning. That's it. Now, the demographics also are very exciting. The highest per capita income of any social media marketing vehicle, whether that's paid traffic on Facebook, whether that's uh, books, whatever, the highest is actually podcasting. They have the highest income out of everybody. So they have the most, uh, um, most capital as well. They're also by nature on podcasts for wanting to learn, get better, solve problems. So those also fall into the category of what we do. So the other part too, but it's, it's interesting when I look at people, I love the chutzpah and the people that, that want to do it, but there's, there's a lot of steps. You've done a really good job. It's simplifying it down. Here's how we get started. Here's how you do it. But would I rather take five to 10 years to build my own podcast? And it isn't either or. Eventually, it can be an and conversation. But if I have a choice today and I want to make a quarter of a million dollars in the next 90 days, think about starting from scratch with my own podcast, trying to write a book on an outdated funnel, 
or get on 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 other people's podcasts and jump into their network and their market. And that's what we talked about. And when we talked about it, we talked about planting seeds for your problem that you solve, the quality of which you operate, and all of a sudden those seeds start to populate and those seeds start to come to fruition. So one of the things that I noticed, though, is that it, the reason that most people cannot do this, number one, is they're thinking incorrectly about it overall. They're kind of coming in at what's in it for me? What do I get? So they're showing up with a lot of, of commission breath energy. So that translates when you do a podcast and nobody is responding to that. So that's the first piece. The second thing is they have a very, very undi- um, disciplined message. The message is hard to follow. It's kind of like people telling how great they are, and that's not what people need to hear. So you have to learn how to refine your message, and you're fantastic at that. Third, and this is where most people are afraid, is they don't know how to authentically make an offer for their program, their solution, or their product. So what they do is they beat around the bush. So that also is a kiss of death why people don't make money on a podcast. And the last thing, you have to speak to your client's needs, fears, and consequences to the problem. And there's nobody out there teaching that. There's a couple people talking about, oh, hey, build a podcast. The problem to build a podcast could be a five to 10-year venture if you do it properly. Now, granted, there's always going to be somebody that wins the lotto and does it, but the reality is... Go interview a thousand people that have their own podcast and most of them aren't making money. And that's where you come in. So showing people how to make money without the ad spend, without having to to edit your own podcast, without having to build your own following, it's a great way to go. Yeah, I agree with you, Mark. And I'll tell you this, you know, one of the things that you focus for me, you and my father were my two great mentors in this regard, right? Is you always say, remember that your life, your business, it's not a numbers game. It's a people's game. And my father would, would say back in the day, son, life isn't about money. It's about people. That person sitting in front of you, you know, it's almost like the two of you had this mind meld going on, even though you never met. And he would say that person in front of you, that's someone's father, that's someone's brother, that's someone's Mm -hmm. son, that's someone's husband, that's someone's mother, that's someone's daughter, that's someone's wife, that's someone's sister. You know, they're a hero to somebody And they're somebody that someone depends on. And maybe they've even been disappointed by life and maybe even Mm -hmm. by someone just like you who's made all kinds of big promises to them and didn't deliver anything for them. And I remember when you uh, and my dad would say this to me over and over and over again, one thing that hit me in a conversation with Teresa, my sweet Teresa, is she said to me, Nikki, your superpower is you love people, you believe in people, you pour into people, and people want to be poured into. They need someone to pour into them. And a podcast, when you're a guest, gives you an opportunity to pour into people. You get to pour into the host. You get to pour into the audience. You get to share your love and your caring and and, and let people know that there's a human being that isn't all about a transaction or a slick marketing message, but there's a human being who actually gives a good goddamn about them. And because they feel that from you, they're going to be more interested in wanting to connect with you. Because today you say this so many times, Mark, you say the buyers evolved, the buyers evolved, the buyers evolved. They're done with slick marketing messages. They're done with fuller brush selling tactics. They want an authentic, real human being, an advocate, a servant leader. That's what they care about. And 
If you're a guest on a podcast, man, there is, in my opinion, there's no better platform for you to showcase your heart than being a guest on a podcast because you can just pour it on and pour it on with everything you got. And then that'll attract, that'll attract greatness to you. Yeah, it, it absolutely does. And and people can tell when you see them as a commission check. They really can. We've all felt it. Doesn't feel good. They're all nice to you until you don't buy. And the other aspect too is that in a world of high tech, high touch becomes more important. And so what you're talking about too is authentically caring about people. And and if you're out there listening and you think, oh, I'm just going to be Johnny Closer, I don't care, I'm just going to sell them and they're going to buy it and I don't care, I want my commission, good, good for you. But that's not us and that's not the wave of the future. The wave of the future is what you said. Human beings want to be treated as human beings. They want to be valued. They want to be respected. They want to be cared for. They want to be served. And that's really what we're talking about here. And a podcast is on especially other people's podcasts and there's a lot that's required. There's a certain amount of knowledge that has to happen on how to get on these podcasts. There's a certain amount of discipline. But what was interesting and you didn't talk about was not only did you do $343,215.18, but you did it in about 18 hours a week. Or no, excuse me, less than 10 hours a week. Yeah. Less than 10 hours a week. So in terms of a time return, that is amazing. This is not one of those things where you have to go ahead and, and like an ebook, right? You write an ebook to do it right first time, maybe a hundred hours of your time if you're lucky. Then you have to try and promote it. Then you have to try and get it out there. And maybe if you're lucky, you make a thousand bucks. Well, what's the return on that? And that's if you did good. The reality is most people don't make and they, they disappear rapidly. So to do it in under 10 hours a week, the key is what are you doing during those 10 hours? And that's something I know that you're going to be talking about at the event when you do uh, getting booked and getting paid is where do you put your time? And if we stacked doing the wrong things with the wrong message, that is exactly why 99.99% of people don't make money with a book or a podcast. Yet you've done it with two different mediums. You've done it with books, you've done it with eBooks, and you've done it now with podcasting. And there's a reason you move to podcasts. Um, Right now there's a lot, but there's very few of them that actually make money. There's very few of them that are actually adding value. And there's very few of them, like you said, that actually transmute that caring for a fellow human being. Yeah. Most people who have a podcast don't make money from it. Like, honestly, you you say out of a thousand podcasts, out of a thousand podcasts, 999.9 don't make money. Like we're talking one out of every 10,000 podcasts maybe make money. And even most folks who go and are guests on shows – they don't do it right. They come on the show and they just talk about whatever and they say whatever in, in whichever way. There's a way to structure your thinking and, and, and how to do it. And these are, the, these are the secrets that we put together that really make sense. They're simple to implement. They're not difficult, but you need to do them. Imagine you wanted to bake a cake, okay? And you just said, okay, I'm going to bake a cake. I, I've I've seen what a cake looks like, so I'm going to go grab some vanilla. I'm going to go grab some flour. I'm going to toss it in the oven and presto, there'll be a cake. Well, that's not how it works. There's a recipe involved. You got to follow the recipe. You got to put in the right amount uh, and you got to keep certain things out of the cake. You can't just do whatever, whenever. If you do it the way that it's designed, you get a great cake every time. 
If you don't do it the way that it's designed, then you won't. And that's the problem with most people with podcast appearances. They don't get it. They don't understand it. They just think they got to just show up and do whatever they feel like. No, there's a structure and a process to it. But the structure and the process, once you learn it, is replicatable and it yep. works. And Mark, you, you talked about ad spend, right? And I know you've been somebody who's worked with ad spend and into great success. Uh, and and, I, and there's, there's nothing wrong with ad spend. But wouldn't it be great if you didn't have to go become an expert on ad spend, on how to spend it, where to spend it? Wouldn't it be great if you could barely spend any money every month and still be able to build a funnel? I think that'd yeah. be absolutely fantastic. And that's what this makes possible. Yeah. And, and you're absolutely right. The other thing I did found about ad spend is I actually love it, but here's the catch. You have to know what you're doing. And Mark Zuckerberg did not become a billionaire by, you know, it's like the insurance game. They didn't become owning 60% of the world uh, by paying out more than they took in. And, and Facebook is a great example of that. YouTube is a great example of that. So most people think they can figure it out on their own and they'll drop 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 in ad spend. That, that happens quickly while they're trying to figure it out rather than hiring an expert. If you hire an expert, you're going to pay up front, but you save and you make money on the back end. And that's what a lot of people don't do it. The, the, um, the most expensive cost in your business is the money you're not making. And what most people don't realize is right now, there are tens of thousands of your ideal clients that are listening to someone else's podcast. How long would it take for you to figure this out, whether it's through paid traffic and are you willing to invest 20, 30, $40,000 to run a test? You know, that's the sort of thing too. The reason that, that what we've done with paid traffic, the company I work with, they've easily spent millions of dollars on ads, testing ads. Most people don't have that. They just don't. And I, it breaks my heart, but I watch people with all the right intent, a huge desire to serve. They'll spend, you know, let's say $300 a day. That maybe books you one, maybe two calls a day if you're lucky. Okay. So $300 a day doesn't seem like a lot, right? But that's $9,000 by the end of the month. So three months is $27,000. And that's very normal in our world. So what you're offering and what you're talking about, Nikki, is not spending that money, but still getting out in front of ideal clients. And that's the key. The, the business world is very easy. You need a vehicle to get clients in front of you. Number two, you need to know how to enroll them. Number three, you have to know how to deliver your promises. Fulfillment. That's it. And if you break down any marketing, those are the different steps that they're going to take you through. So not only do you have a better vehicle, I believe, you know, than what most people are doing, you know, it's kind of like in real estate, door knocking is very, very, it's free other than your gas, right? It's door knocking. But the problem is you're going to knock a hundred to 200 doors to find one potential interested person. That's a lot of time. And if you value your time, how do you scale that? You can't. So that's why, you know, advertising comes in. That's why calling and targeting your marketing, targeting your focus. There's ways to increase it so you don't have to door knock eight hours a day to try and get a listing. And the same thing that you're talking about here, you don't have to spend $30,000 or $9,000 running a test. We can go ahead and help you refine your message, get your message dialed in so it activates and speaks to your ideal client. That takes work. There's some work there. You have to know the recipe. 
then we have to go ahead and know how to sell ourselves to the various podcasts. That is another skill that you have to understand. And then the last one is when you get on there is how do you present properly without that commission breath I'm talking about? And how do you truly activate them and motivate them to want to work with you? And that can be done effortlessly and very, very smoothly if you know what you're doing. Yeah, it it really can. And, you know, I think what you said to me again and again is your most powerful competitive advantage is how much you care about your fellow man. Thousand percent. Everybody who's listening to this really needs to like tattoo that on their forehead. You know, my most powerful competitive advantage is how much I care about my fellow man. Because everybody needs somebody to believe in them, somebody to care about them, somebody to pour into them, somebody who's going to stand up for them. You know, I was talking to a man today, um, and he is a former producer for uh, Tucker Carlson on on Fox mm-hmm. News. I'm not going to mention his name, but um, right now, given what's going on in the Middle East, what he's trying to do is is put his services out there to the world pro bono to help save as many lives as he can, to help free the hostages, to help get the message out in the right way. And I'll tell you how this man is showing up, as far as I can tell, is a man who cares about his fellow man and is trying to save some lives. And I don't know him. I don't know if I'm going to have a need for his services, but I'll tell you, given what he does for a living, if ever I have a need for that type of service, I know the first phone call I'm going to make. You know what I'm saying? And people want to feel that from you. They want to know that you care. Uh, No one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Very much. And and when we think about the sales process, the reason that it has such a dark and slimy reputation is because for the last 50 years, it's been pretty much like the Fuller Brush Company or um, used car selling, um, pressure selling, because you could get away with it. That's how they did it. So what happens, they hire 10 people to be salespeople, right? Well, most of them quit. The average human being can only withstand three to 10 rejections or no's before they mentally quit and usually physically quit that venture. Then they go find something else. Well, a couple of people, very driven, very thick skinned, very much focused on themselves, they would stick it out and they would talk to people they didn't care. And so what happened is those became, that mentality became the sales managers. Now, guess who they started to hire? Other people like them other people that didn't care, other people. And so what's happened over decades as the entire industry became very, very self-focused, commission-focused, I want mine, forget about you, you're a loser. And all of a sudden it shifted and everybody felt it. And so uh, it doesn't matter what stage I speak on, if I ask 95%, if I ask everyone in this that's listening to the podcast, type in the chat what you feel when you think about sales, what you feel when you get a telemarketing call, what you feel when the door knocker comes to sell you something at your front door. You're going to hear words like pressure, awkward, icky, dishonest, um, um, untrustworthy, slimy. These are the same words in any audience I've ever spoke. And what if we shifted our focus, like you said, and genuinely cared about the fellow human being? And what we have found is when you switch to an advocate mindset, well, when we think about an advocate, what comes up? Champion, standing for somebody, holding them to the truth, being there for them. These are all different traits than salespeople. Now, what happens, having trained people in both systems, 
I've noticed that advocate sales and ad, people that show up as an advocate outperform, outsell, out enroll the other types 10 to 1. And we've tested it, you know, at the largest self-help companies. We've tested this with over 5,000 businesses. When you show up to love and serve your client, it's a different frequency. It's a different projection from what's coming out of your mouth and the tones. And the people will receive it completely differently. And here's the catch. You can't fake it. I'm seeing a lot of copycats to my systems that are out there and they're all like, oh, you got to serve. You got to care about your client. Meanwhile, they go backstage, talk about how they just took some grandma for two $20,000 and she doesn't know what she bought. So there's a lot of people using the words, the false prophet, you know, and the false thing because it sounds good, but they don't believe it. And again, how do you tell the difference? You'll feel it in their heart. You will feel it in the heart when, when you reach out and they don't respond if you don't buy and all the different stuff. And it's just a different conversation. And what's great about advocate selling, if we're going to look at it that way, what's great about it is it feels good for you. You can talk about your program without any reservation. You can talk about the problems you solve without any hesitancy. It feels great for the client because the client has to decide, do I want to solve the problem or not? And if you know how to weave this into your conversation, the conversation does most of the heavy lifting. So afterwards, it's simply signing people up, if you do it right, signing people up to help solve the problem. That's what you're doing. And very few people on the planet know how to do that effectively. Mark, I don't know anyone who does it other than you. Uh, honestly, maybe one or two other people. Um, it's It's all about letting your heart lead i coined mm -hmm. the term heart leader a while ago mm -hmm. and people would go what the heck does that mean that's somebody who leads with their heart they don't lead with their head they don't lead with their self-interest they lead with their heart they lead with wanting to make a difference for people and if that's you if you're listening to this and you know that's you you're somebody who cares about people and you're wondering for yourself well how can i be effective at growing my business and still be a good person the answer is that is one of the best questions you could possibly ask yourself. And the answer is, in today's world, it's the only way yeah. to really grow your business and keep it growing in the long term is to be a good person and come from that. And come and learn about Get Booked and Get Paid because Get Booked and Get Paid fits in very nicely with this approach to sales, fits in very yeah. powerfully with you not needing to be some fuller brush person with all those crazy sales skills. And I, I put skills in air quotes <laughs> that those folks have and learn that don't, you don't need to have had that sales background. You don't need to have had a say a technology skills background. You don't need to make a weekly commitment to putting out content on podcasts and videos. You don't need to spend gobs and gobs of money on ads. You don't need any of this stuff. All you need to be able to do is come forward with your heart, be able to speak about the things you're passionate about, want to make a difference for people and learn how to get booked on the right shows in the right way. And in the next like 12 months, you will have six figures to a quarter million extra. I mean, extra over and above whatever else you're doing. This is not cannibalizing your existing sales. This is adding to your existing sales. And that's a beautiful thing. The only thing I'd like to clarify and stack on Nikki on that is that um, I don't know that I agree that you have all you have to do is care. And I, I hate to say that because you're right. That's what the world needs. But the problem is without the right skills, 
I've watched countless people. I hate to say it. I watch great, great people get on stage and bomb. I've watched great people that want to change the world, you know, get in a BNI meeting and bomb. I've watched people do podcasts and bomb where they just cannot figure it out. And that's, that's the passion that drives me is because I want to help heart-driven warriors, heart-driven business owners. I want them to win. I'm tired of watching the fast-talking, high-slick sales type people dominate. It's time for the heart-driven warrior to be able to get out there and know what are the skills they need because you will need to do something different. It has to be authentic. It has to feel good. It has to come from a place of love and service. But if you guys think out there that all I can do is be a good person, I hate to say it. It took me almost two decades to figure that out. When I first read that in Think and Grow Rich and Laws of Success, I thought, well, this is a crock of crap. When I looked out at all the top producers in real estate, none of them were kind. None of them were generous. None of them were giving back. And I was like, well, what are they doing? And that was only because the, the mentality of humanity had not shifted yet. That was coming to the age of Pisces back, which was, I want mine, the strong get win. Now it's moved into the age of Aquarius, which is more of a we energy. How much do you serve a fellow human being out of pain? The pathway to wealth today is to serve more people. That's the key. It is no longer who can bully them, who can beat them up. That worked in the 60s, 70s, 80s as well. It is not working today. And all of those charlatan and all those type of high pressure sales trainers and online marketers, they're learning it very, very quickly and they don't have a solution. The leaders of tomorrow will be the most aligned, congruent, and willing to serve their fellow man. That's the key. So, but you guys definitely join us on, you know, getting booked and getting paid because again, caring is the entry point. Caring and having a good heart, wanting to make a difference. That's the ticket to get in. But you have to develop a certain amount of skills and savvy and know how to do this, know who to talk to, how to talk to them, how to articulate your message so it resonates with the buyer. Most people are talking about crap they think is important and their buyer just tunes out and goes away. And Nikki, that's a key component that you do, I think, without even realizing how well, because there's a lot of great people out there and they're broke and and that needs to change. Amen, brother. Amen. And yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, I uh, don't mean to say that all you got to do is care. You've got to have the skill set. You've got to have the ability to be of service to people. You also, frankly, need to know how to be able to go on a show and not bomb, uh, like you said, because most people who go on shows do bomb. And that's what we're going to teach you. We're going to show you how to go on a show and be... uh, have the energy and, and the love and caring for somebody of a Jesus Christ, but have the get shit doneness of a Navy SEAL. I think both of those are a great cross. And I always used to to tell people, Mark, that, hey, if you meet Mark Von Muser, he's got the, the love and caring of Jesus Christ in his heart, and he's got the get shit done attitude of a Navy SEAL. So it's a very powerful combination. And that's what we want to show you how to do. Uh, because the good the good thing is most of you that are listening to this have great big hearts. Now you got to get your skill set dialed in right. And this event is going to teach you a very, very powerful skill set. And it's going to show you a secret that very few people, other than myself, thanks to Mark, know. And um, I'd be honored and delighted to show it to you. So thanks again, Mark. Let's make 2024. Yeah, let's make 2024 the best year yet. Uh, In order to have a better year, you have to do things differently. The markets change. The economies change. The opportunities are greater than ever. But as Einstein said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. 
So again, guys, and please know you're paying either way. You're paying for poverty and frustration and not winning, or you're going to invest in your freedom. Freedom is the best bargain and best investment you will ever make. So let's let's just chat and find out what it's going to take to make 2024 your best year yet. So look, if this event is exciting to you and you want to sign up, we're going to have a link to sign up. But in the meantime, just jump on a, on a call with me uh, and you go to my calendar at ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment. Then the uh, Mark and I are going to do a few more of these uh, talks on the podcast. We'll have the link ready by then so you can go directly and sign up. For, but in the meantime, just jump on a phone call with me. Let's talk about it and let's make sure that uh, what you're trying to create for yourself for, for next year is something that you're excited by and then we'll sign you up for that, okay? Thanks again, Mark. God bless you, brother. Thanks for being on the show. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about Today's amazing guest, the one and only Mark Von Muser. Go to the show notes at thethoughtleaderrevolution.com and also go to the show notes to find out more about Get Booked and Get Paid and how you can sign up and kick off 2024 right. Until next time, goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice.